special Christmas episode of Video Vampires. This is Mickey. And Jessica. And uh, I guess before we launch into Christmas horror and uh, our this year's Christmas horror film, um, you had a few things you wanted to kind of dive into. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, so you saw it too, right? I saw it on Crunch Gems. I didn't. I want to oh, see it. Oh, you haven't seen it. No, no, no. I want to see it. I want to see it more than I want to see Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I, okay, I loved it. I really like the Softie Brothers. Um, me and Matt, before Cine Family closed, we got to see uh, Good Time yeah. there, which was awesome. Um, and then they did Heaven Knows What, which is also, it's like, it's like if you take Good Time times 10, it's like this, it, it was a book written by the woman who actually was the actress in the film okay. um, about her, you know, time on the streets and, and taking heroin and, and all this stuff. And Holy then, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And then, uh good time with Robert Pattinson we've talked about it at length and then this is awesome I think it's like those type of movies that they make make New York look cool again if that makes sense you know like there's a lot of like New York movies and they have it it has this like super gritty feel um because of the characters that are in in Mm -hmm. their movies uh I I loved it Adam Sandler is really good in it yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that like I I, I don't want I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. But, I know, but it's like are you I'm, talking about his comments? No, oh. no, no, no. I'm more annoyed that like I'm gonna have to take him seriously again. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I remember Punch Drunk Love coming out and me being like, God damn, it was so good. And then he went off to do a string of like other garbage. Yeah, like and, really bad movies. Yeah, and it's like okay, fine. You know what? Are you, I I'm not gonna take it seriously then. You know, and now it's like oh, I guess I kind of have to because like everybody's freaking out saying he was amazing in it and. Um, yeah. He is. It's, like, one of those roles that, like, also borrows his, like, comedic side a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, he is, he is really funny, but it's definitely that, like, dry humor. He, he is really great in it. Um, you know, Adam Sandler had made a comment or something, like, if he doesn't get nominated for Best Actor or something, that he's gonna make another terrible film, or the worst film that everyone has ever seen, and I was like, (laughs) I think he's had that covered. I think he's been covering that for a while. Yeah, he didn't see Little Nicky, I guess. Oh, dude. And as much as, like, that movie is really bad, I kind of love Little Nicky. But he also did, what, that Jack and Jill movie, are we forgetting? Oh, yeah. He's done some really horrendous stuff. But he's great in it. He is. The The story is good. It's like, there's a lot of moving parts, and, like, the whole time you're kind of anxious. You're like, is this fucking guy going to get out of this? And, you know, it's it's great. I, lo- I loved it. Oh. Um, and then there was, like, this whole thing with Santa Family. And um, so, for those who don't know, Santa Family was an organization that run was run out of the silent movie theater um, for, what, like, ten years? Ten years or so? Uh, when I first moved to LA in 2006, the, the silent movie theater was still the, just the silent movie theater. So yeah. it was like, I'd say, yeah, about 10 years um, after, because then Cine Family took over. And then, um, I mean, I was just talking about this the other day with a friend of mine about how, like, I have such fond memories. And you're in, and yeah. with, with you, you know, me, you, and Steve went and saw, or Heather, me, you, and Heather went and saw a lot of movies. I just remember, like, going to see Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, like, crammed on a couch with you and Steve. Or when we went and saw Shogun Assassin. Yeah. And, like, I spilled my popcorn a little bit to the point where, like, and then you laughed, and then you, by you laughing, you spilled all the oh, popcorn. Oh, God. And they actually had to, like, stop the, the, ah, the opening monologue awful. to, like, address, like, <laughs> you and I, like, just dumping our popcorn all over. The- I mean, I have such fond memories of that place. and Yeah. You know, the all-nighter on, on Elm Street that I went to, and that run of 90s, like, our 80s independent cinema, which was just, oh, it was, like, heaven to me, but... Then, 
Yeah. Then, what happened? You know, they got, um, the board got accused of, of swallowing some sexual harassment, yeah. um, uh, suits, and then also, um, like, money embezzling and not paying taxes, and, uh, so, you know, it's, it's just, like, a slew of, of allegations and stuff, and I guess they ended up settling for the sexual harassment thing, and then, so there's, like, a group of, of former members, which in, include me yeah. and yourself and a lot of other people in the Los Angeles area, and then also a lot of people who worked there. Yeah. And so the whole thing was, Uncut Gems actually was supposed to open at the Fairfax Cinema, who, which is at the silent movie theater. Right. Um, it's but it's the same owner. So actually, I guess Twitter took off and was like, "Why would you promote this? Um, because it's still the same owners and the same sure. owners, even though they deny a lot of um, involvement back then. I guess according to a lot of the Cine family people, that's not true at all. They knew about the sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, they purposely hid money. Blah blah blah. And uh, if you were a member. Uh, you know, when they closed for a little bit, I guess they didn't, like, refund any of... Um, I never got my refund. Yeah, so, you know, there's, like, all this stuff going on, and I guess they were supposed to premiere the week of Christmas with Uncut Gems there, and then it, it got uh, Uncut Gems got pulled, A24, like... Um, Weren't they supposed, the Safety Brothers supposed to do the a week of programming there? Too? Yeah, with with the Safety yeah with the Safety Brothers, yeah. um, which would have been really cool. It sucks because it's like you feel robbed of, of so many things, not only of a cool community, mm-hmm. um, but also like important pieces of film. Because there are, there are theaters in LA that that show like independent films, but like Santa Family was like. You know, it was like a family. Yeah, there and, was there was a real it was a really strong sense of community within Santa Family that I. Uh, I, I certainly miss myself, and um, and you know, it, it's I, it's tough because it's like it's uh, I'm kind of torn. Like on one yeah, hand, yeah, like it's how like, do you right? I would when it all happened, everything went down with the set, you know, with 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 everything with the you know the the toxic like atmosphere that was happening behind the scenes. It's like it sucks because like I love Cine Family, I loved going to Cine Family. Um, it, it, there was a certain I mean like it, to to give you guys an idea outside the LA area, like the Silent Movie Theater was one of the oldest. It's like one of the oldest only existing Single, silent, yeah, yeah. silent movie theater. But also, like, the way it was set up it was a small theater. Uh, the front two rows were couches. Yeah. And then it was, like, this, these shittiest chairs. But there was something about seeing a movie in that, like, in that theater that, like, I just, I had so much fun. I mean, I literally, there was one night I spent from, I think, what, 6 or 7 o'clock at night till, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, like, watching movies. You know what I mean? Like, there was just yeah. such a... Uh, such a feeling there was a, a back patio you would go a in a cool vibe it, yeah. it but it was it was like it was like just that it was like for us yes. you know and so like there like you said there are so many times that we saw like cool things there I saw Al Pacino like it's a movie that was only played once at like an art opening and yeah. it was never played again and Cine Family not only got to show it but also got Al Pacino to come and talk about it right like you know and, and this was like still in a room full of 50 people yeah like there was something just so cool about that, and, like, it was just for, like, anybody, too. Like, there's all types of walks of life who came in there. And then to also hear on the other side that, like, people were getting harassed by just simply trying to, to work there and, like, yeah. and donate their time. And so it's, like, one of those places that, like, you really want it to be taken over again. Like, if I could crowdfund and buy yeah. this place, like, I fucking would just so we could have that community again um, and then not have it be sullied by, like these people who yeah. um are being accused of what they're being accused for yeah it, it's 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 a shame because like i want it i want it back so bad because even though yeah. I, I, I do love the egyptian and i love the arrow uh, there has been nothing like sin family for me 
Um, and, and like I said, we had so much fun. Like, I miss that neighborhood. I miss going to that neighborhood. Like, yeah. you know, Steve and I would go crack, catch a movie there, and then we'd walk over to Cantor's. Get a have, sandwich, like, get yeah, a sandwich get a drink. and a coffee, and, like, just kind of talk about, like, I mean, we saw Ken Russell's The Devils there, which was amazing, and it hadn't gotten a theatrical release in so long. And, you know, uh, we, we, you and I had seen, and Heather saw, like, I think we saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. With, yeah. Like, Caroline Williams was there. It was, like, so much fun. And, like, the cool thing is, like, it was... The, the people that would go to that theater, like, I remember going to see the Duck when it came out in It's in a Family, and then I loved it so much, I was taking my wife there after, you know, and I was like, and I remember we were waiting in line before the movie and everything like that, and, like, Bill Mosley, who was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and all the Rob Zombie stuff, he walked out of the theater, and I remember just, like, I, I, I locked eyes on him, and it was just like, he, he knew that I recognized him, and he kind of gave me a smile, and I just went, did the whole, like, <gasps> Wow! Or like, and then like, and Kate was like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "I can't explain it." And then when I went, I remember I went to go see uh, me and Steve went to go see Border Radio with Allison Anders was in uh, in attendance or there doing the Q and A. And like at one point she was talking about like you know, oh yeah, you know a bunch of us at UCLA we were all getting like money from like you know over overseas because like they were they were buying like you know. German TV rights. And she's like, I know I did. I know Jim Jarmusch, you know, he had gotten money from that way. And then, like, she's like, I think Alex Cox did too, because Alex Cox had, you know, done Repo Man and everything and was a UCLA student. Jarmusch wasn't, but same mm-hmm. thing. And you hear a voice in the back of the theater be like, nope, not me. I had to get another way. And then you just turn around and Alex Cox is just sitting there. And, like, during the QA, like, somebody asked a question. I was like, God, that voice is so familiar. And I look over, it's Bill Mosley. And I'm like, he's not there as, like, an actor or, and all these people are, like, a lot of times you'd see people there, they weren't there as you know guests they were there because they want they were f- love like they love film, film yeah and they were there to like and it just i miss that i also hate everything that happened behind the scenes yeah you know and how people were treated by like basically i mean the the, the main programmer who was a total douchebag but then you had other people there who were working there who were doing like the coolest shit in the world yeah like you, you know the the projectors and yeah. the, and and it sucks cuz there was like so many good people yeah. um part of it like uh, Friday Night Frights yeah. and and Kaylee and, and the French cinema and the, the women of Cine Family which was really cool so yeah. there was a lot of really cool pieces and really awful pieces of it um i guess that comes with everything but yeah. at least i hope that with the opening of Fairfax Cinema, that they take all of that into consideration. And, yeah. you know, I don't know how really to, to hold the owners accountable, but hopefully they will be. And, and hopefully like we it. can get past it, it with yeah. with the proper, you know, right. rectification and then move forward. But I, I, I just hope it happens. I just don't know. I absolutely agree. Um, but anyway, Uncut well, Gems was sick. Yeah. yeah uh, but, well, before we get into Christmas movies, I actually went to a movie last week. Um, my wife and I went and saw, um, and I don't remember the fucking name of it. Uh, it's the fucking Mr. Rogers Tom Hanks movie. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm purposely avoiding it because I know it's going to make me sad. Uh, I, I mean, he, Was it good? It, it was okay. I mean, okay. The, the documentary is what I recommend people oh, watch. Oh, yeah. But the movie, like, uh, the, the, it's, it's a fictionalized version of this article that came out, and the, the story in the movie is this, this writer who is, like, super cynical and jaded and has problems with his father... Um, he has to interview Mr. Rogers, and of course, in the oh. course of the, the interview, he, uh, the, the 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 times he hangs out with him to interview him, he be, he starts to to realize that you know he starts, it, Mr. Rogers kind of changes his perspective, and like the problem was that anytime Tom Hanks was on camera as Mr. Rogers, it's fucking great. Yeah. Anytime that we we move away from that and it's focusing on the guy, 
it's, it's not. not so great. Who's and then, the guy? Who plays I the guy? I can't remember. Oh. And like, the, <laughs> and the thing is, I thought Tom that Hanks sucks. as Mr. Rogers was awesome. There was a few moments where I was like, man, you're kind of playing Mr. Rogers as kind of like this like, a, like idiot savant, you know? Like there's like a scene where like they're talking and he's like talking to the interviewer and he's like, did you have a, a stuffed animal that when you liked when you were a kid? He's like, yeah, Mr. Rabbit. He's like, I sure would like to meet Mr. Rabbit someday. And it's like, Mr. Rogers wasn't this fucking, like, he wasn't, like, a child, like, this, like, weird, like... Yeah. He, you know, like, in documentary, he, really... He was very smart. Was like, very even s- if he was kind. You yeah, know. he was very smart, but he wasn't, like, he he was... He didn't just come off as, like, this kind of, like, childlike, you know, idiot. Yeah. He came off as... He was, like... He, there was something very uh, attentive and very smart about, you know, the real Mr. Rogers. And I feel like they sometimes they got that kind of loss where, like... Again, they kind of played him as this, like... Kind, I know. Of, kind of like this like weird alien you know that like and, yeah and, 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 instead of a human he's a human being and like and i didn't and then there would be moments where they did the exact opposite where like you know in the same scene you know like the interviewer's talking to he's like you know talking about mr rogers kids he's like yeah it must have been really tough for them to have you as a dad and then he like you know mr rogers explains you know like yeah i had i had some problems with my kids you know when we were uh-huh. growing up like thank you for that perspective you know and it was like oh that was a cool moment. But, like, you know, so there, was, there were so many moments in that movie that were, like, on one hand, I'm, like, I'm on board with this. The other hand, I'm, like, although I will admit that in the closing credits, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, um, in the, the closing credits are, and you then you hear the real Mr. Rogers, and I just lost it. I mean, like, every, I think oh, everybody in the yeah. theater just, like, and by everybody, I mean there was, like, six of us in the theater, but I think everybody was, like, crying. Because, like, it's the same thing yeah. with a documentary. You hear this guy's voice, I mean, like. And you're like, oh, I remember. It immediately yeah. brings back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't see the documentary in the theater, because oh, I knew I would have lost it. Like, I cried probably 17 times watching the documentary. Yeah. Like, when uh, I the man who plays the cop, I can't remember his, his name, um, in the show when he was talking about, like, Mr. Rogers and how Mr. Rogers had told him he loved him. Yeah. And he, I was like, I've never cried. I've never ugly cried worse. Than yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, it was one of the best movies I've ever seen in the theater, just because you know how it is when you get out of it when a movie's over and everybody's kind of just rushing you out the door everybody at the end of the Mr. Rogers documentary was like being super like no no you go ahead and it was like yeah. everybody was being super polite and it was like we all just got like a two hour <laughs> reminder of this um, guy who yeah. was like hey be nice to everybody like be nice to yourself be nice to everybody you know and like and I think everybody kind of remembered that so everybody was like for a brief <laughs> moment everybody was like super cool with each other yeah yeah Dude, uh, I, I haven't gone... Uncut Gems is, like, the last thing I see, but the big yeah. release is Star Wars. Yep. Um, but for... I've been just been following up on TV because there's been so much of it. Yes. Uh, so The Mandalorian, obviously, is the big one. And who, have you watched it yet? Not yet. I honestly think you would like it. It's it's weird. You know, people want to talk about how The Mandalorian is a side story, but yet it has brought attention back to Star Wars. Yeah. Um, people are, like devouting their their entire existence to baby Yoda even have never seen any of the rest of the Star Wars but I will say Mickey it's really good it is I you know I remember somebody was telling, before it came out somebody was telling me about it and I was like getting kind of excited and I was like oh who's in it and they were like you know Werner Herzog was like what the fuck yeah and they he's were in like, it Pedro Pascal is so sick and then they were like oh Carl Weathers like Carl Weathers and like at the yeah. time we didn't know many details and we're like yeah I think Carl Weathers is the Mandalorian I'm like I will fucking see a fucking show <laughs> where Carl Weathers is the lead. And I don't need him to be Carl Weathers in Arrested Development. I, we, I was kind of hoping no, for... No, like, he's, he's I was kind of cool, hoping for yeah. Carl Weathers, like, in Predator meets, like, Apollo Creed as 
the main character, and it was, you know, from what I hear, he's not the main character. No, like, he's oh, not. Yeah, I don't care. But, he, yeah. <laughs> but he's in it. Sure. And, you know, like, so many people come and make appearances. Like, uh, also, I've I talk about yeah. I've seen Game of Thrones so many times that I know every character, and I know when they're in other things. And so uh, Asha from Game of Thrones uh, w- was in an episode, but she's in, like, alien gear. And I, I could, like, tell by her voice. I was like, she's fucking in this. That's what it was And Amy me, yeah. Sedaris is in it. And, oh, like, cool. she's in an episode. Um, Gina Carano who I fucking used to love because she was a UFC fighter. She okay. was a mixed, you know, MMA um, type. And, uh, dude, she was, like, one of my favorite fighters. And uh, she started an acting career. She's done some stuff. Some stuff she's done, like, this movie Haywire, which I thought was really sick. She was in Deadpool, um, and now she's in this. And oh, she's cool. awesome. And it's sick because, like, her movements are real. And yeah. just because she knows how to move, you know, in those type of fight situations. Um, everyone's really great in it. It's, it's sick. It is very much like a everyone has been saying this, like they've ever seen it, but like Lone Wolf and Cub and, and um, a Western and a space drama. It's huh? it's fun. It's super fun. And I, I understand why it brings the attention back to Star Wars, and I will see it. Um, there's been a lot of talks, obviously, about this movie versus the last one, which was one of those... Again, critically, uh, pretty bad, but (laughs) it's got, it's like one of those, um, type of movies where people fight about it all the time, whether or not it's a good Star Wars movie. Well, yeah, you know, and it's like something, you know, just, you may be reminding me something, it's like, I, I, and I'm gonna go on the record of this one, not that it matters, not that anybody's worried about what I have to say on the record, but, uh, this whole petition thing of, like, petition, like, people raising money on Kickstarter or anything, like, to have something rewritten or reshot, fuck you. Like I know, especially it's so it's so lame. People get a life. Yeah, Sorry. get a fucking life, you know, or fucking make something, or even better, if you are going to like, there's like, cause there was like a Kickstarter or some sort of Indiegogo thing to like, you know, reshoot the, and they, I think they raised a million dollars, which is ha ha ha. That's not going to get you anywhere, you know, considering yeah. how much the budget was. But you know what you could do with that money instead is fucking like make your own, make your own movie, or give it to somebody who doesn't have money, like. Donate it to a charity. Don't fucking yeah. be like, oh, I don't like the way this story went, so I'm going to, you know, get, donate some money. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, Find a better way to is. spend your money. And stop being a fucking asshole. Like, go, this this idea of like, well, if enough people say they have to do it, it's like, fuck you. No, they like, don't. It yeah. is such a, it, it, it makes me so angry. Like, I wasn't a huge fan. I was I didn't dis, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, oh, man, the Game of Thrones finale was fantastic. But don't fucking write. I mean, like, you're, you're being such an asshole to everybody. Who I know, is, who's like, ever worked on it. Yeah. It's just, even if you don't agree, you know, just, you're a loser if you think that you could make a better one. Yeah, or, or make a better one. But don't fucking, don't, like... But, don't! But you don't... But that's the thing about stories. I don't get to go, you know what? I don't like at the end of Little Red Riding Hood that the, the wolf eats her grandmother. So I'm going to raise money so we can go back in time and fix that ending. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. Um... Although I do think it's pretty cool that she gets eaten by the wolf. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't get to just change an ending because you don't like it. I know. I know. It's it's just, it's one of the lamer parts of things. And plus, how much time are you donating to hating something? Just yeah. get over it. I don't know. Uh, but the I will say, uh, I've I've been catching up on TV. So I watched Nosferatu. What? N-O-S. Yeah, you know, Nosferatu. Uh, yeah. Written by Joe Hill. Um, I tried reading the book. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't read the book. I usually do. I like Joe Hill. Yeah. Um. But the TV show I thought was super fun. Yeah. Um. It's it's like 
it reminds me a lot of Lock and Key, which I did read, um, which wow. is one of my favorite comics, um, which is also getting made into a TV show, Netflix. which I'm very ex- excited about. But um, it is. I thought it was super creepy. I like that Joe Hell um, writes about like real consequences, like people die very easily, sure. and it's very dramatic. But it's like also um, reminds me a lot of Stephen King, where there's like lots of tender type of moments in it. Um, same, uh, Zachary Kinto plays this like really scary driver um, who's basically like stealing children and putting them into Christmas land and they turn yeah. into demons and they eat people. Oh, and sure. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. It's really fun. I like it. It's like very magical and like there, you know, there's this girl that reaches into a bag of um, letters from Scrabbles so she can talk to like these, these spirits or entities so they can tell her things. And it's like very... It's very fun. I had a lot more fun watching it than I thought I would. Okay. Um, it's on Hulu if you watch it. I think it was on, like, AMC or FX. It was on AMC. It I was. Think, I think Shudder's also going to grab it because It's sick. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I was watching it and I was like, I really like this. And then what I also really like is The Witcher, which for some reason critics didn't like it, but a lot of the people... Um, a lot of the fans, I guess, of the book and the game really like yeah. it. Um, I watched it knowing nothing about either of them, the books or the game. Um, but I thought it was super fucking fun. It's, like, magical and scary. Also has people from Game of Thrones in it and Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, plays The Witcher. Um, and he really wanted to play that. Like, he really yeah. went out of his way to campaign for it. So, And he's great as it. And I, I loved it. I mean, it's it's... A little cheesy sometimes, but it's, like, really still funny and cool and violent, obviously. And mm-hmm. I think it's totally worth watching. I don't I don't really know what critics' problem. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I feel like fantasy could go either way sometimes with sure. uh, with critics, but it. I loved it. Well, I, I, watched, I watched the whole thing already. I think, a little, I think critics now are a little bit, especially now that Game of Thrones is over, I think everybody's a little burnt out from fantasy. Like, that, you know, fantasy, I really do, like, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, yeah. I, the only thing I've, I mean, I've been watching Succession, but we finished, uh, we finished Watchmen, uh, which... Yes, the finale. Uh, and you know, it's funny, I, I was watching it last night, I watched it like three in the morning, and I was like, and I don't know if you guys, if you remember this, there's a Simpsons episode, it's, uh, the one where, where, um... Bart suspects Flanders has murdered his wife. And at the end of it, Homer says, well, everything's wrapped up in a neat little package. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt about Watchmen. Yeah. But I know that in a bad way. I was like, yeah. I was like, that was so good that I don't need to see a second season. But if there is a second season, cool. I think, yeah, I mean, I I felt weird about it. I don't know. I don't know yet. I have to rewatch it as a whole. I loved it. Yeah. I really did. I'm not sure how I feel about the finale or Dr. Manhattan. And and we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. before um, we started recording, actually. It was, like, about his whole, like, th- deal with humanity and, yeah. and being a god. And so it's it's a little strange. Um, I love the cast. I, I really do. Regina yeah. King is so fucking cool. Uh, yeah. She's great. Uh, yeah. Jean Smart's awesome. The whole Hooded Justice story is so sick. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I I do love his backstory. I also really like Tim. Uh, yes, I like that too. And and I, you know, like I said, I like what they that what the what the show did with the movie couldn't do for me, which is the show was able to say, hey, these characters they're not they're not all good and they're not all bad, and there's a lot of ambiguity to them. Whereas like in the movie, it's like in the comic book, Rorschach is he's he's a you know again he's like an antihero. But there's, you know, he's questionable. I mean, he's got, like, he, he has a, a breaking point where he becomes basically, like, a right-wing extremist in the comic book. And I feel like in the movie, they don't kind of cover that. They're just like, 
No, but he's pretty cool. He's got a mask and he talks really cool. It's like, no, I mean, I don't think so. I think... I think Zack Snyder's a little in love with the Rorschach character. And yeah, but I think people in general are in love with the Rorschach character, too. I mean, I am. He's, he is one of my favorite characters, but not because I thought he was cool. I thought it was because he was just not going to break. He had yeah. his ideals, and that was fucking it. Right. That, that's a good you quality know? about him, but he's also... he. Also, I, don't know, I don't think that's a good quality, to be fair. To Well, I mean, to... To, to, to be that... Unyielding. Rigid. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, I, but he makes an interesting, an interesting character, and, and yeah. I feel like what I liked about the show is that they, like... They explore the ambiguity and the gray areas, and they're like, and you have an entire fucking um, group of white supremacists that follow his I ideology. I do like that. I do like, because especially you're dealing with a time period uh, that's been so long after, and how they take that start of yes. that, an idea and then like push it into their own ideals. Exactly. It's great. Yes. It is great. I do I love, love I do love the whole world, the atmosphere. I do love the explaining of the squid. Yeah. Uh, rain. Yeah, things. I thought it was great. I, I, I mean, I honestly, and I think you're right. The cast is great. Jeremy Irons is fantastic. Yeah. Like, um, I also was like, it's just weird because not having read the comic book, my wife had never read it. So like, I found myself spoiling things for her before. Like when they, like when they reveal what Jeremy Irons is, I was like, oh, I already told you who that was because that's why I, I, I thought it was so obvious. Yeah. That, like, but it was because I'd read the comic and. Um, oh, I do like Looking Glass. I thought he was a cool... Tim Blake Nelson's awesome yeah. in everything, and he's especially great in this. But again, I, I think the standout for me was Jean Smart, who mm-hmm. plays her character so badass, but she doesn't actually do anything badass. She's yeah. Just, but, like, you buy every minute of it. Like, you don't see her doing, like, the fight scenes. You don't see her, like... She's just fucking cool, and I don't know. I loved it. Um, I did, too. I, I really... I mean... I did. I really did, and I, I'm surprised by that. I kind of... I think I went in a little bit as a hater, and then it's just... It is. It's really cool. I and I like Linloff. I've always liked all his his weird shit. I wasn't going to watch it because I went in as a hater, but... Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm glad I did, and now we're watching other stuff, but uh, Watchmen really, like... I, that's the one I've been recommending to people, being like, you really should fucking yeah. watch that, because... It's going to be one of the things you're going to go back and rewatch after seeing the entire series, the first season, and go, oh shit, like there's so much. It's like the comic book. Yeah, you know? I was like, I'm going to take some shrooms and I'm going to redo this whole yeah, yeah, you universe. Don't, you, don't re- you don't read the Watchmen comic book once, you read it multiple times because there's going to be things you're going to catch the yeah. next time. And Do I you like, like Lube Man? I still. <laughs> yeah. I still. I read a whole article about him and how that stunt was real. Like. He really lubed himself up and then slid into, like, a thing. Really? Yeah, Re- Regina King was talking about it, and she's, like, she couldn't get over it because, like, it's just the fu- she She's, like, I had to act through this <laughs> and had to watch this man. She's, like, it was wild. It was, re- it was really funny. Um, yeah, it's it's so enjoyable. And you know what else is really enjoyable? Honestly, I, I love regular Christmas movies. Yeah. Even horror Christmas movies. And then I was, like, there's not a lot of Hanukkah movies. I mean, there's some. Uh-huh. Like, there's some animated, um, yeah. you know, like... Uh, it's not Fievel. What is it? American, an American. American, American Tale. Yeah, that's. The first one is. Yeah, and then Eight Crazy Nights, that was uh, what Adam Sandler actually did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I think they were supposed to come out, aren't they coming out with it still? The Hanukkah horror movie? With Sid Haig and, yeah. and Carolyn Williams, yeah. Uh, um, I saw stills from it and he looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, it does. But it I looks... know because he was like sick and old. I'm but dying, yeah. Yeah, and then he made this film. And what is it about like dying guys? You remember what Poltergeist 2, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Dying guys are really scary looking. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. You know it's funny because I watched the Joe Bob uh, Christmas marathon. He did. Uh, you know, he was did it Black... all Christmas horror stories? Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, or it was movies? movies? It was yeah. Black Christmas, which we, which we covered two yeah. years ago, and uh, they which they recently released the remake, and I did not see it because <sighs> Matt was pushing for it 
um, because I guess it has good writers. I, I, I don't mean to say I guess it has. It probably has great writers. I just haven't seen it yet, so that's why I said I guess. My problem, I mean, here's the thing, is like, I was on the fence, and then I, I read an interview with the director where she's like, you know, I really don't care for the original. It's like, well, then make another fucking movie. Yeah, then don't fucking call it Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. So yeah, don't remake a movie if you don't respect the original. Yeah, then uh, you're just an asshole. You're being an asshole. And, and, and it sucks because, like, I feel like the, I like the cast involved, but I just, and I, I was, it was, I it was not interested in the new one, but uh, they did Black Christmas, they did Jack Frost, which I had never watched. Not the Michael Keaton one, but the one. Even that one is kind of a horror movie. Yeah, well, that's true. Also, Henry Rollins is in there. I remember. <laughs> uh, I remember, because we used to, I used to work at a video store, and then around the holidays, like, you know, I'd come in on my shift, and somebody had been putting on, like, you know, Christmas movies for kids, and I'm like, what is this shit? This dude. And I see Henry Rollins, like, cheering at a hockey game, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, but this one was the, the killer. Oh Snowman. yeah, and it's it's great in its own way. And then there was Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, which you know has become so such a meme now in in itself, like the Garbage Day meme that like you know uh, it was fine. Um, but yeah, but you know Christmas horror is really tough. You know we we two years ago we did Black Christmas, which I think is like that's it. I mean that's like the scariest, one of the more scarier films ever yeah i think let it's a alone great... a holiday one because some of them can be really cheesy yes. i mean we did um christmas evil yeah christmas evil which was which was scary in a different way in a sad way it, it was still it was You're... the taxi driver of santa claus yeah um and then actually you know what that krampus movie that came out a few years ago i kind of liked I, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty solid um yeah i mean what i like about black christmas is they're not using the only tr- you know they're not using any of the the it's not about a killer santa claus it's not about a killer it's the, the the only thing has to do with Christmas is that it's taking place on Christmas, yeah. which it, to kind of give you a reason why everybody's not you know in the house you know or nobody's around and like, um, but it's a really it's it's I think Black Christmas is is a great Christmas horror film, but I could also watch that any time of the year and it still works you know whereas like Christmas Evil, you really kind of watch it you gotta watch it around Christmas because it's like yeah. it's it's very you know the the Santa Claus character. I feel like even regular Christmas movies are kind of scary. Like one of my favorites is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Okay, he kills the first Santa. Okay, and then has to assume Santa's identity, and it changes him physically, and then he's always a perpetual Santa until someone kills him. That's fucking scary. I would have, I would have been, I would have been on board if you had said like something like Scrooge, because that one definitely. I fucking love Scrooge. That's one, yeah. Obviously, I mean, and there's moments that 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 where it can be kind of like it does get. I mean, Christmas Carol is is a scary. Yeah, you know what? That speaking of, I heard the Christmas Carol uh, that's on Hulu um, has been like kind of remade, and it's like really scary. Oh, about the Peaky Blinders people. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I heard, I heard it's surprisingly good. Um, even a uh, elf, like a a weird man who thinks he's one of Santa's elves and stalks his <laughs> biological father and you know and or, his or family you could say he stalks his father or he's just trying to go to find his his deadbeat dad's uh you know yeah um yeah it, it it's that's true but I, I just think with Christmas horror like you really only get like you know up oh, this guy's dressed up as Santa they, they always kind of work in Santa Claus whereas um then you know you have some other you have, I think there's only one other horror movie I can think of a Christmas horror movie that actually does not deal with Santa Claus at all. What? Who? And that was well, the one we just watched. Oh yeah. Well, it's Santa. It's, he's Santa, but he's more like a, a hero. But the villain. Uh, so we. The villain is not Santa. We we uh we just watched uh the 1989, uh, elves. Elves. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think of like how what's the adjective? Am I going to describe it as a classic? Am I going to describe it as a uh, I'm gonna break down it as easily as possible. Uh, this girl finds out 
that Nazis <laughs> created this these, this genetic uh, elf creature um, that it's it's trying to mate with a virgin to create a master race. Now along and that that's that's yeah. the only one the and the only people that can stop them are this girl who's clearly a virgin and uh, she's also like a moody like brat you know. Throughout the movie. I mean, but considering her, her before gr- she before she finds out any oh, of her deep dark yeah. past. But her grandfather's, like, slapping her around. Her mom's killing her fucking cat. Yeah. Uh, the only person she can turn to is um, Dan uh, Grizzly Adams, who um, who plays the best cop on the force who drank himself out of a job and now yeah. is a department sort of... That's literally... I loved him. That's literally what one of the co- like one of his colleagues says. If you need any sort of character development, it happens in, in statements, not in moments where, like, this one cop says, and he's like, you're one of the best cops we had. You drank, your, drank yourself out of a job. And it's like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, great. Yeah. Tell not show. Um, <laughs> but uh so um uh, and then along the way there's some really dark shit going on. There's there is in there's uh there's a there's a dead cat or the woman, the mom drowns a cat in a toilet, which I I had seen this movie when I when it came out on video when I was a kid. That would have freaked me out, man. I don't remember that. The only part I remember was the mom. Maybe it was out. cut. Maybe. Well, because I at, remember I was like, was this like a TV movie? Which I kind of feel now that I might have saw it on TV when I was younger. But, really? like, it's so fucking... We watched weird. the video. Like, so I remember mom's nudity in the... That's what I remember as a kid. As I was like, I remember mom oh, getting, naked, yeah. getting in the bathtub and her dying. Yeah, there is nude. There's boobs in this. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this movie's got everything Nazi mom that boobs. you... I mean, so it turns out the Nazis were a bunch of assholes. Who knew? Yeah, right? str- strange. Um... But they're trying to make this master race, and um, they get into mythology and occultism, and um, they they create this race of uh, elves. Yeah, elves that like stab and shoot guns. But it's really only one elf. Yeah, yeah, it's one, and it's called elves. elves. Yeah, and that's but what it is. And, yeah. Well, and, maybe elves because it's going to be the master race of elves. Maybe, or maybe because it's very clear when you look at the video cover that they are trying to capitalize on the. Ghoulies, gremlins, critters, yeah. you know, it's like... And it's, it is, like, the gate, they're all, like, little, yeah. like, gremlin-y. But, but it, it's pluralized, but there's only one, we're only dealing with one. Yeah, also, when you feel bad for her, but at the beginning, you're like, that, I, the first thing I heard, I was like, well, that's a little racist, when she's, like, talking about being woman, she's like, yeah, we're the master race with all her white friends, I was like, that's a little too much. Well, that's what I was trying to say, but, too, when we were watching, is that that entire opening dialogue has so many plot points that are going to, yeah, you know, like, master race. Directly yeah, involved. Yeah, virgin, you know. Yeah. Um, um, the, the boob drawing. Um, yeah. Which. You know, Art Deco. <laughs> yeah, Art, uh, oh my god, the dialogue in this movie is, well, I, there's so many, there's so many great scenes There's a movie. lot of good one-liners with, like, really absurd lines. Um, yes. Like, the Santa Claus, you know, like, she sits on the mall Santa's, the first mall Santa's lap, and, and he goes, Santa said oral. And, like, that's the And that's she freaks out and he gets fired, you know? Yeah. Like, he gets fired, deservedly so. Goes into the back room, blows a few lines of coke, or tries yeah. to, before getting stabbed in the dick. Yeah, he gets stabbed in the dick. Like, that was, that's very graphic. And it wasn't just one scene. There was, like, a few of the, this elf stabbing a man in, in the dick. And I know that um, sounds really cool the way Justice described it. I can assure you it does not look as I cool. I don't, I'm not sure. I feel like it's it's very much like if I took my phone and had one of those, like, finger puppets yes. with a knife. And then. Right. It's exactly like- <laughs> what it looks like. Uh, and, and. Uh, like I said, I mean, I love it. it. Yeah, take it for what it's worth. If you think that sounds awesome, then you're gonna love it. But, <laughs> um, 
the elf is per- it's it's clear that they only could afford one. Um, oh my god! Because the elf has got the same facial expression yeah. on and every with scene. just like an open mouth, like he's kind of surprised by everything. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> which is funny because I feel like what when I first saw that movie as a kid and watching it now, I had the same expression on my face of just like what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Um, it is it is a mean, nasty movie. There's like a lot of fucked up shit. Like again, there's like, yeah, there's a lot of fucked up shit. This is PG thirteen. No, it was R. Oh, it was, it was okay. very R. D- Drowned cat, incest. Because oh yeah, you, we find yeah. out there's the, the the main character. She's the product of incest, and her reaction to me isn't really like. I think she's just sick of her life at that point. Because at this point, all her friends are dead. All of her friends are dead. She has no savings because and her mom killed her fucking cat, and then she learned, and then it's like oh okay, fine, yeah. And her, and, and I'm a fucking proud of incest. Okay. And her mom, like, I mean, look, look, like, you know, her mom kind of, as awful as she is, um, you know, victim blames the daughter for her being the product of incest. And then, like, there's this scene where, like, the, the girl's talking to her grandfather slash father, and he's just like, look, I'm not proud of what I did. You know, your mom was drugged. She didn't feel anything. And it's like, and the girl's like, oh, that sucks. Okay. And it's like, Whoa. Like, yeah, and the the grandfather casually talks about raping her mother. Yes. Like she was drunk and passed out. There was there was there's it's no, like that 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 made it better. It's like right. dude, bombshells <laughs> aren't aren't like don't land as as hard as you think they would. Um, and the mom here's the weird thing is that like the mom is the worst character. I mean like worst by as in like she is just like very car. I mean again she's a victim of, of rape you know and incest and, and yeah. yeah. But she's and also, like, very cardboard bad guy, you know? Like, yeah. she, like, she drowns this cat for no real reason. Uh, but there's this great moment where I'm like, oh, my God, we're hinting towards, like, some sort of mental breakdown where she's, like, right before she dies, she's, like, standing in front of the mirror and she just starts, like, smearing the <laughs> lipstick on her face and then rubbing it on the mirror. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, a deep moment yeah. that gets really cut short by her jumping in the bathtub with the radio on. What the worst, what's the worst thing that could happen? Um Dude, uh, yeah, I think it's scary when anyone does that. Like, in anything, like, yeah. if I saw that in real life, it would freak me out. Like, if someone was just like, ugh. Yeah, they, like, well, either they don't know how to put on their makeup or they're don't, crazy. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, Dan Haggerty is this, is this, Grizzly you know, Adams, Grizzly man. Adams, the mall, the mall Santa who decides he's gonna save the world. And, like, it's great. He, he goes to visit a doc, a professor who knows about the occult. Yeah, like just barges in. This all takes place actually Christmas Eve. This is a good Christmas Eve movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But he 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 meets one who's like who's smoking a pipe because that's what professors do. They wear tweed jackets and smoke pipes. Oh yeah, the doctor is who he interrupted. Yeah, and then he goes and meets this. He goes goes to this guy's house and this guy's like, look, you got one minute. They don't. They don't go into another room to have this discussion about the elves. <laughs> they, this happens right in front of the dinner table. He walks, he's like, I just need a minute of your time. And um, and the guy's in like... In front of his family. In front of his family, he's like, fine, you get a minute. Here's the story about the elves. And it's like, you didn't want to just take him to another room and be like, this is a weird shit, but... He's got all these kids. Like, maybe not terrorize them about, like, their Christmas elves, you know? Yeah. Um, that are Nazis. I think one of my all-time favorite parts of this entire movie, though, is that you have this, this detective who is... Who is you know? There's a there's a this the murder the first murder of the the mall store Santa who gets like stabbed in the dick and then the the girl's friends in, later on and the detective is talking to Dan Haggard and he's like and he's like you got 24 hours to solve this and it's like first off you, the, the 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 chief detective on this case is giving a mall store Santa Claus 24 <laughs> hours to solve the, to crack the case and he's like you know and he's like he's like is that is that, is that enough time and the guy's like 
I don't know if that is enough time. And it's like, that is more time than you should be ever getting. You know, I don't care if you're an ex-detective. You are a mall store Santa now, and you should be, like... Yeah, a homeless mall store Santa. Nobody should be deferring the case to you for 24 hours, let alone a minute, you know? Um, So there's a lot of, like, crazy shit going on in this movie that is, like, played completely seriously. Um, So... I loved it. I did. I was I was very entertained. It is. It's, it's entertaining. I, I um, It's silly and it's stupid. It's really bad. But the premise is kind of funny. It's like something, like, I smoked a joint, and I feel like if I smoked a few more, I could have written this movie. It's funny you say that, because I was just thinking, you know, earlier, it's like how, like, you know, you get movies, you get remakes. You got two remakes of Black Christmas, but here's the problem. Is the first Black Christmas works. Yeah. You don't need to remake it. It's honestly a perfect movie. This is a movie that could be remade. Because it doesn't work, you know? Yeah. And so, like, here's my assignment to you guys. My homework assignment is, you know, watch this movie that we just watched and go write a remake of Elves. And yeah. look, if Adam Sandler doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, <laughs> we'll raise the money and get him to be in the remake of Elves. Uh, oh, yes. We will go Elves on Kickstarter. Too. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, like, we'll, we, it'll be a, a reboot slash reimagining. But I would love to see what people, how people take these Yeah, Adam Sandler has to fight Nazi elves. Nazi elves and, and um, oh man, and then first off too, the, the Nazis in this movie, or the Germans in this movie, I don't think any of them are played by a German. No, that's, I, it's like the worst German accent. They're, oh my god, it's like these, these stock, these like theater actors in some small town in America where they shot this <laughs> film, and they were like, can you do a German accent? Nope, you're hired. Because yeah. <laughs> it's bad, um. Uh, and then, um, I mean, yeah, it just, it ends pretty wild, you know? Oh, there's, like, this weird scene where, like, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm starting to, as I'm talking about it, I'm reevaluating the movie. I was thinking, maybe there's some, there's some, a stroke of brilliance that I've done. <laughs> because they, they reference, every, like, again, in the first scene, the girls are doing this weird pagan ritual. Yeah. Like, uh, it's supposed to be an anti-Christmas, like, ritual. Um, and they talk about the master race and virgins, which is going to be a plot point later. And then shortly after, the girl gets home. She gets slapped around by her grandfather, flock. Yeah, it's grandfather, mean. father. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and her mom takes her life, her her life savings away, which is absurd. Um, and then um, the girl goes to take a shower, and when she comes out, her brother's been like eavesdropping on her, and she's like, you know, and, he's, and her brother's like, he was like, you got big titties and blah blah blah, and it's yeah. Like, Oh, there's there's our incest. Yeah, that's our, our that's, new incest storyline. Yeah, um, that's gonna come into play later on. I know. I thought about that. I was like, wow, they're really foreshadowing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't even think of the foreshadowing part, and, and they <laughs> never. Oh, by the way, like the, so, the girls got this little brother who spends half the movie in Ninja Turtles pajamas, the other half in regular clothes. But um, we don't know who his father is, you know, and like yeah, and there's a really long sequence of him running through the woods in this movie, like twice. just going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, what do we need this? No, like... <laughs> no, no. Actually, we don't need anything in this movie at all. And that's what makes it work. Is that it is this whole movie is, I mean, again, it's, the it's only, ridiculous. It's the only Christmas movie you're gonna find where Santa Claus is not the villain. Yeah, you know, it was which like, I kind of well, love that. Yeah. I kind of love that the poor homeless mall Santa is the hero. Is the hero, and Grizzly Adams is like weirdly reassuring. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna call him by his real name because he's just Grizzly Adams. He, he is, is. like Adams. he's got a soft voice and he's just trying to help and he looks like Santa. Smokes like, a carton of cigarettes. At the smokes game. cigarettes at the counter, talking to the waitress. I love him. He I love gets him. evicted from his motorhome. Mm, yeah, that's sad. That is. I mean, but at the same time, it's like isn't. And the, now he's the hero. He's doesn't saved. he own that? 
I know. I thought about that. I was like, can you really rent a <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. Maybe you can. But I mean, like, he gets evicted. Oh, and, and by the way, he has no neighbors. So it's a motorhome in the middle of nowhere that <laughs> he is not allowed to live in anymore. So, uh, okay. You know, it was no one's going to rent it out, you know. So um, it, there's a lot of... Um, Weird. Oh, man. Weird stuff. Weird shit. Well, so, lots of good one-liners. Well, she is still the, 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 the ending line. Yeah. The ending liner. Please watch this movie and then hit us up about that last line because it's just so ridiculous. But, <laughs> like, but, and you're like, what? <laughs> please go write a script for this. Any creative types listening to this, you know, <laughs> please write a script for this, or or even just write an outline. And I will write the script for it. And you know what? Like I said, we'll, we will. This is a movie that could be remade, and I have no problem with it because you you, you only you can only build on it. Yeah, it can only be better. Yes, it can only be better, whereas Black Christmas, let's leave it alone. I don't want to see another Black Christmas remake ten years from now. Yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, we don't, I don't want to see another Silent Night, Deadly Night remake or... I know. Um, I, I, you know, I really don't. I want to see, I want, I want Elves to, 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 to take its place as one of the great Christmas horror films, uh, for real. Not just as, like, a joke. Like, so let's remake this movie Again, if Adam, I mean, we are. Adam Sandler said he's like, if I don't win, if I don't get nominated, I'm gonna make the worst movie ever. Well, hey, we got you, we got you. I know we We're can like, do this, yeah. guys. We can we could crowdfund this horrible Adam Sandler abomination. Abomination. You are gonna be our Grizzly Adams, <laughs> or or he can be one of the he can be the German grandfather. I don't know. It's up to him. Adam Sandler, you can choose which yeah. role you want to play. Or he could be you know like his own character, like yeah. he's heard of the. The, the story of the yeah. master race of elves that are gonna come and eradicate you know the planet humanity yeah. I think there's I, I think there's like a lot of I mean think about it. we can get like Zach Galifianakis to play this this, this yeah. Santa or I think or, we have our cast guys I, I want you guys to think about but you guys need to write it so we can make it um, and <laughs> yeah please uh, keep us in mind when you write this terrible film that we're asking you to but you're going, I, I guarantee I, I honestly I feel like my 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 niece my three-year-old niece could sit down and, and crank out a better... And she has, just in conversation when we were playing Monsters the other day, like, I was yeah. I was pretending to... I would, you know, she was pretending to take a nap, and I would pretend to, like, you know, walk in the room, and, like, I, and her dad was pretending to take a nap, and, like, I would be like, rawr, and then she would be like... She'd, she'd cover her dad to protect him, and, like, we did this game five times. Yeah. She just wanted to keep playing it. That narrative that she was spinning... Is better, is better than, than this. Yeah. yeah. So, But um, still, again, enjoyable. Yeah. I would I would watch it uh, for its all strange absurdity. Yeah, find it on video, find it on YouTube. Yeah, free on the YouTubes. Thank you, uploaders. I appreciate God, you. God, yes, and it is. It, it, trust me, the the poor quality really we this it is, adds to it. Yeah, it this is not a movie that it, needs yeah. to get reissued by Criterion yeah, Arrow. Four K restoration <laughs> yeah. over here. We don't need to see that. Um, <laughs> Because God knows that elf looks bad enough as is, but um, it, it's uh, it's it is a lot of fun, and it's I think I think it's a great Christmas horror film. Yeah, it's a good watch on the when you're you know wanting to get away from your family and yeah. and need something. And you just want something a little different, something silly. Yeah, don't watch it with your family. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nah, who knows what? Because you know, like you, you, it might might be like a litmus test for like you know you look yeah. over, like the, when they reveal the incest scene, you look over and remember your family, and they're just yeah. Like, Okay, Grimly this nodding, is, they're like, yep. This is what Jessica does in her spare time. Yeah, <laughs> but, right, um, yeah happy holidays, happy guys. Happy holidays, check yeah. us out on uh, video underscore vampires on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and uh, we'll be back. I think we're going to, you know, in the next episode we're going to cover uh, another country, but we're also going to, I think it's we're going to be due to cover the best year, best film of the decade. Yeah. Because it'll be the next decade when we... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs>
And I haven't been able to figure it out yet, so that's why I didn't propose we do it this episode. I was no, like, I can't. I can't yeah. yeah, I have to compile my list. Yeah. So we will uh, we will get back to you guys on that one. But hey, Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year, and we will yeah. see you in 2020. Bye. Bye. An innocent romp in the woods turns into a hellish nightmare when an evil force is accidentally awakened. Action International Pictures presents the gruesome holiday shocker. Elves. They're not working for Santa anymore. I'm at a rough day at work. Santa got murdered. Their mission to mate with a virgin and conquer the world as a pint-sized master race. I'm saving it for someone special. Dan Haggerty stars as Mike McGavin, an ex-detective working on hard times. First you stand and then you die. She is the most important person on Earth. From her will grow the new order. Santa must expose this unholy force before the elves destroy Christmas. Jesus Christ. Ah! Elves. They're not working for Santa anymore.